Little Follies, The Fox and the Clam, Chapter 1 concludes. The Fable of the Fox and the Clam One evening, a poor fox was on his way home. The fox lived on an island, as all foxes did at that time. So to get home, the fox had to use a rowboat. His route took him across some clam flats. In his mouth, the fox was carrying a nice dinner for his family, a leg of lamb dripping with gravy that he had snatched from the dinner table of a farmer while the farmer and his family were saying grace. While the fox was rowing, he began to feel sorry for himself. First, he compared the misery of his existence with the joy that he imagined other animals felt. Day after day, he risked life and limb to bring food home to his family. And yet, when he arrived home, his heart still pounding with fear, he was greeted not with looks of admiration, but with gluttony and drool. And every night, he fell asleep with the thought in his mind that tomorrow he would have to do it all again. Next, the fox began to think about his past life, to weigh what he had done against what he had once hoped to do. It seemed to the fox that he had done nothing commendable, nothing memorable. He decided that if one day he did not return home, he'd be forgotten the day after. A profound weariness spread through the fox. He stopped rowing and just let the boat drift. The evening was still and the boat barely moved. The fox sank into a sapping despair that lasted for days. A number of other foxes happened to be watching from the island, and as the days passed, more and more gathered along the shore to watch the drifting, brooding fox, who quickly acquired a reputation as a deep and complex thinker. Finally, on the third evening, while the fox was brooding and thinking about himself, his troubles, and his unhappy lot. He chanced to think about the clams, cozy in the sandy bottom below him. Geez, wailed the fox. He meant to go on to say, you clams lead a great life. I bet you're happier than I am. However, when he opened his mouth, the leg of lamb fell into the water. The fox tried to grab the leg of lamb, fell in after it, struck his head against the gunwale, and drowned. To the foxes watching from the shore, it seemed as if the fox must have thrown himself into the water deliberately after days of deep and complex thinking.
they trudged home with long faces. As time went by, the foxes talked among themselves about the miserable life of foxes in general and the wisdom and sensitivity of the poor fox who had thrown himself from the rowboat. And so the poor fox lived on in the memory of foxes, respected and admired as the one fox above all others who understood the absurdity and pain of a fox's lot. Now it happened that in the mucky bottom of the bay, there lived a clam in a bed with lots of other clams. This clam, like most other clams at that time, hated the life of a clam, which seemed to him a cruel joke. One minute, a clam would be sitting around, minding its own business, feeling all right, eating a few diatoms and dinoflagellates, and then, just like that, be scooped up and carried off, never to be seen again. Under such conditions, it was hard for clams to make long-range plans. Whenever the fox had rowed across the bay, the clam would watch with envy and curse his lot. If only I had been a fox, the clam would sigh. On the day when the fox fell into despair, when the fox had first stopped rowing, the clam said to himself, Hey, what gives? What's the matter with that fox? The clam watched the fox with great interest throughout his ordeal. When the fox finally dropped the leg of lamb and fell in after it, the clam was thunderstruck. Holy mackerel, thought the clam, when the fox had stopped struggling and floated lifeless on the surface of the bay. One never knows how well off one is, does one? I see now that the life of a fox is no bed of roses. All in all, I'm pretty lucky to be a clam. This was so sustaining a thought that the clam remained essentially happy for the rest of his days. As it happened, the rest of his days added up to only four, but during those days the clam wore a smile and whistled a happy tune. When one of life's misfortunes occurred, the happy clam would shrug and say, it could have been worse. And after a while, he would be smiling and whistling again and telling the other clams funny stories to try to cheer them up. The other clams decided that he had lost his marbles, since he no longer seemed to understand that a clam's life is absurd and miserable. When, after four essentially happy days, the clam was dug up and perished in a chowder. The other clams began to tell stories about him and his wacky ways. In these stories, the clam was a figure of fun, a clown, a buffoon, 
the clams who told the stories and the clams who heard them would snicker and chuckle at the happy clam's simple-mindedness and the zany things he did. These stories were handed down from generation to generation, and each generation concocted new ones. And to this day, especially on long winter nights, when life in the muck is almost unbearable, the clams still snicker and chuckle at the stories of the happy clam and his zany antics.